This is WTF What the Foot Radio Podcast, the podcast to tune into and learn all about feet in the news, entertainment, sports, and healthcare. You want to know the truth? We will give you the truth. Welcome, everyone. This is Dr. Dennis Timko, the Foot Guy. You are listening to my What the Foot Radio Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What the Foot Radio, and this is Dr. Dennis Timko, and this is our 13th podcast. Thank you, everybody, for supporting our podcast, and we have now reached the 200 mark of downloads at iTunes. So hopefully all you uh, fans out there, I know I'm a, just a small guy on the spec of the iTunes. I'm still uh, trying and you know, you got to start from somewhere, and so this is something I enjoy doing, and um, obviously it's helping boost my ratings on my website. Uh, www.feetdoc.com has gone from Alexa ranking of 21 million down to 350,000, which is the global ranking of websites in the whole world. Um so I guess I'm doing something right over the last several months since I began this podcast in September of last year. So without further ado, today I'm going to make this kind of short. Just wanted everybody to know that um, the podcasts are going to be kind of limited over the next couple of months, um, not because of anything serious, but uh, I am getting my board recertification in the next couple of months, so I'll be focused on that as well as working and uh, fighting all these insurance claims and all the good stuff with that goes with uh, running a medical practice and a solo practice private physician. So, you know, our in-laws, I'm married to a Bosnian woman, beautiful Bosnian woman, and her father and mother came all the way from Bosnia, so I wanted to give a shout-out to them. Uh, they really helped us uh, over the last six months, uh, enjoyed their company, and really missed them. Um, they came over from Bosnia to help us take care of our newborn um, child, who's now eight months old. And uh, this morning, uh, uh, really fun, um, I get to take my son to daycare by myself, so it's kind of interesting if you were fly on the wall watching that, you'd probably get a kick out of it, but... Um, you know, I, the iPad is something else. Uh, you, you know, all these kids these days, they see the iPhone and the iPad and all these Android phones, and they, they kind of like like a magnet to these electronic devices. I mean, these kids just zoom in on them, and it's just kind of interesting. I don't know what we had when, when I was younger in the 70s and 80s. I don't remember ever having an iPad or maybe an Atari 2600 or something, but... But uh, we put the iPad down, and of course, we FaceTime with our in-laws. And so I don't speak the language that well, but I still FaceTime. And, and uh, Aiden wanted to see, uh, Aiden's our little boy, and uh, he wanted to see uh, Grandma and Grandpa. So he kind of crawls, the military crawl on the floor, and you put the iPad down, and he kind of crawls to it, and he tries to look behind it. And it's like he's trying to see if they're really there. And, and it's just kind of interesting to see these little kids develop. And, and uh, you know, I love the little guy and uh, enjoying my uh, fatherhood for the first time. 
anyway, without further ado, again, let's uh, begin on our baseball rant. And um, one of the things I write on this blog today is about the HIPAA and Privacy Act and how uh, with fantasy leagues starting and baseball starting soon in the next few weeks, um, everybody's kind of getting ramped and raved about their you know, drafts and fantasy drafts, and they want to know who's good and who's not good and who's injured and who's not injured and who should I pick first overall or, you know, 10th round, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, you hear all these, you know, recaps and, you know, these guys getting injured and shoulder injuries and in preseason games and, and and it's like, my gosh, I mean, if this was the real world, and these guys obviously aren't in the real world, they're a different category than the average person. You can't tell somebody, you know, hey, they've got a shoulder injury. It's private. You know, it's, it's only their information. It can't be public. Well, in the case of uh, baseball and Major League Baseball and football and all these professional athletes, the owners need to know this information on how to put together their team they're spending millions and billions of dollars to put together these expensive players um, they need to know how their health is doing and how to re- either re-sign the player or keep them on the team or you know it's an investment it's a business it's no longer you know like a college or high school game it's no longer played um you know, for fun reasons it's it's more of a business now I mean the players are probably playing for fun most of the time but once you stop playing for fun it's no longer you know a game it's more of a business from the standpoint of the owners and the coaches so it's important for them to know their history and the health uh, situation so again these players are in a different category and I think being in that millionaire category I think uh, we have every right as fans uh, paying to go see them play for entertainment purposes, um, we have every right as fans to know how our players uh, are hurt or not hurt. Um, there is a lot of money invested in in going to these games and driving to the ballpark and paying for that $10 beer and um, that $129.95 MLB TV package. So we want to know what's going on with our players and how long they're going to be out for and what exactly is wrong with them. As a physician, I kind of like to know too because especially if it's a foot and ankle problem, I can kind of have an up uh, on most of the other players in my league knowing that uh, what kind of injury it is, and I can kind of say if they're really going to be out for a long time or what to expect. For example, um, Jose Reyes, uh, shortstop for Toronto Blue Jays, uh, injured his ankle, sprained it severely. If you ever watched that game, he slid into second base on a steal. And um, 29-year-old player, pretty good player for many years, especially fantasy-wise, he's one of the top three shortstops. Um, on April 12th, he sprained his ankle. Luckily, he didn't break it, but a, a horrible sprain, um, probably a grade 3 sprain. And if anybody knows ankle sprains, grade 1, um, there are three major ligaments on the outside of the ankle. And so each 
ligament is a grade. So if you sprain one, it's grade one. If you sprain two of them, it's grade two. And if you sprain all three, it's grade three. I don't know exactly which grade it was, but most likely since he heard a pop when he slid and he was out for three months, I'm assuming it's going to possibly be a grade three, which is the worst one. Um, he was out for three months. He took his full time out. Um, he had about 419 at-bats, but he still batted just under 300. Um, he stole less than 20 bases when he came back. So I think because it was just a sprain and not a break, I think this year he had a full year to recover and even had some games played at the end of the year. I think he should be good. I would expect top five, but he is kind of one of those players that kind of goes all out, so he has a tendency of possibly potentially injuring something again. But um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was another catcher named Giovanni Soto. Giovanni Soto is the starting catcher for the Texas Ranger. Um, and he recently, on in February, had a ostrigonum removed from his foot, from his left foot. The ostrigonum is a small extra bone that occurs in about 2 to 7% of people. And it's a small little bone that sits behind the ankle bone called the talus between the ankle and the heel bone called the calcaneus. It's in the back of the foot in front of the Achilles tendon. So this little bone actually is right next to a tendon called the flexor hallucis longus tendon. It is the tendon that pulls your big toe down. So anytime you plantar flex or bend your foot toward the floor like a dancer uh, doing an in-point type of dance and, and standing on their toes, that is called plantar flexion. So that injury causes from hyperplantar flexion or from a sprain or from running down hills. And so normally, six to eight weeks uh, in a cast would be normal treatment for this inflamed area. Um, but he looks like he had some problems and ended up having surgery. Um, the surgery would make him, if, he, if they had to open him up and take that bone out, that's an area of a lot of uh, special nerve endings and blood uh supply the posterior tibial artery is there the posterior tibial nerve is not too far away it's a very very uh touchy area so most likely he had a scope done to remove this bone which would give him a couple more weeks earlier to recover but the normal recovery period is probably around six to eight weeks for this surgery but with a scope probably more like four to six so he's going to be someone I probably wouldn't target and most likely in a deep league for catchers, especially a two-catcher league. I wouldn't go after him. He probably won't be full uh, going until probably July or August. So again, um, back to the HIPAA and Privacy Act and how I feel about that is that, you know, these guys are definitely in a different ballpark uh, no pun intended, uh, than the average person. So I do believe that the HIPAA Privacy Act does not pertain to them as, in terms of 
you know, the history and uh, of, of the game and, and how much money is involved in the sport. And you know what? And the thing is, it's just the muscle skeletal problems. It's not a serious problem. I don't want to know if the person has HIV or if the person is diabetic um, or if the person has cancer or if the player has some kind of chronic disease. That's not necessary to talk about. But, you know, if it's a if it's a muscle skeletal injury, a foot sprain, an ankle sprain, I see no problem. Uh, I don't mind telling it if it was mine. Uh, there's no problem in that. And I mean, but it is a game. It is entertainment. There's a lot of money involved. Um, you know, these guys are making millions. Uh, I believe the average uh, salary in Major League Baseball uh, in 2013 was up like 5.4%. Um to about 3.39 million. There's a link on my website and my blog to where the, this talks about it. And the average uh, wage in the U.S. was about 42,000. The average wage. Um, so you can see how significantly uh, these players are making a lot more, and they are in a different category than we are. Um, the minimum wage for major league player in 2014 is half a mil. So minimum wage is half a mil. Can you believe that? Half a mil, I think most of us will take the average person making 42000 taking over 12 years to reach that half a mil mark. So the minimum wage, half a mil, I definitely think these, these guys are definitely in a different category than the average person. So Again, um, I know I'm going back and forth, back and forth, but the last thing I want to talk about is um, ingrown toenails in players. And I know there was a guy, a guy that plays for the Chicago White Sox, Avazel Garcia, I believe is his name. He was a uh, recent trade last year from the Detroit Tigers, an outfielder, big, pretty big guy. Um, they say that he's the next. Uh, uh, when he was on Detroit, that he was the next uh, Cabrera, but I don't know about that. Um, anyway, he had an ingrown toenail uh, last year. A guy by the name of Bryce Harper, which everybody probably knows, had an ingrown toenail. And I have a little uh, tweet that he put out uh, last year of the picture of his ingrown toenail. So um, ingrown toenails occur in a lot of ball players because they wear those tight cleats. Um, and they have to wear somewhat of a tight cleat. And if I remember back when I played ball, they were pretty, pretty uh, hard on the top. So it can definitely rub and irritate the side of your big toenail and cause an ingrown toenail. Just to remind all those uh, fantasy players, if any of your players get an ingrown toenail, don't worry. Don't worry. As long as they're seeing a podiatrist for the problem, I guarantee they'll be back on the field in less than two days, okay? So if they came to my office and had an ingrown toenail, I would guarantee them back on the field in less than two days. They might miss one or two games at the most, probably just one, okay? So these ingrown toenails are very simple to fix. They don't cause a lot of discomfort when you get them out, just takes a little local anesthetic to the toe. So, no problem. Um, anyway, uh, I think that's it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this short broadcast of 
me talking about the HIPAA and uh, Privacy Act and read my blog about it. Um, and I hope everybody's enjoying my podcast. And uh, I will continue to put them out regardless of uh, I get 200 views or I get zero views. I enjoy uh, talking and, and putting out some information. Um, I'm kind of focusing on baseball since uh, preseason is uh, full fully in charge right now and um, we're going to see some uh, some baseball starting in uh, April so um, hope everybody enjoys the talk and we'll see you soon well that's it for the WTF podcast show thank you for joining us for more information on us or our show check us out at www.feetdoc.com ciao